Hey, what's going on, guys? Today we have another episode of One of the Guys podcast. Um, it's me and Noah today. We're going to be talking about movies. Uh, some of our favorite movies. Noah's currently minor, has a minor in, is it a double major or is it a minor? It's just a minor. A minor in film. In film. Yeah. Um, I personally love movies, um, but not like a, I'm, not, I'm no critic or anything. I just really like movies. But yeah. And we'll just, uh, we, we'll get into it. So for today's episode, we're going to be talking um, about some of our favorite movies within each genre, um, the, between like seven different categories. And we're going to be saying why we pick them and um, pretty much deciding which movies deserves to be at the top, which one deserves to be second, um, and then an honorable mention uh, out of the ones that we picked. And the categories are sports films, horror sci-fi or apocalyptic type movies um heist and bank robbery comedies and then finally action movies so got a pretty good list here um and we'll just start going through it all right i'll let you go first noah um and we can go ahead and do sports first why did you what did you pick and why okay so for my sports i picked for my top two i have the movie warrior with um, Joel Egerton, and that had Tom Hardy back in 2009, the US yeah. or the MMA movie. Mm-hmm. And then this one's an older one, Hoosiers, who had uh, Gene Hackman. I don't know if you heard of it. It's like about a high school basketball team in Indiana. It's pretty old, but I think you can catch it on Hulu. Really? And then honorable, yeah. And then honorable mention, I had Friday Night Lights because that's a classic. Damn, do you yeah. Get yours? Yeah. <laughs> or do you want me to talk about? so so yeah i think i think prefacing this i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and say this now i don't think our list is at all the same okay like i tried to be like out of the box with it yeah a lot of the movies i have are probably kind of old well not a lot of them but they're kind of probably like off the radar because i try to watch a lot of uh movies that like get nominated you know like for like awards and stuff and a lot of people don't see them so this should be interesting right right yeah especially like you go back like anything before 95 and like people don't really watch it anymore yeah which is a Um, shame because there's a lot of classics out there yeah definitely i have a few old ones and a few new ones but okay so this is what i said for mine i said creed the first one um and i said he got game with denzel and spike Okay. Um, so I chose I chose Creed because Creed grabbed the Rocky series, which was a dying franchise by all means. Um, wow. It started off great, had amazing movies at first, and slowly just murdered itself. And then when it came out with that Rocky movie, and what was it like 2012 or 2010, that twisted the knife, and that that movie sucked. It was so ass. Um. So. Yeah, the big reasons why I picked Creed is because Michael B. Jordan, obviously, he's fucking amazing. He at anything he does, yep. he breathes perfectly. Um, and then the movie also made me cry. And then I named my dog after Adonis Creed. Um, oh really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I, like that. <laughs> I knew it was yeah. Adonis. I didn't. I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like one of my favorite movies of all time. But so yeah, I am a little bit biased. Yeah. I am in no way picking movies that I think like deserve oscars or anything that these are literally just my favorite movies um i also picked he got game and i picked he got game because it's a movie with denzel spike lee ray allen you really can't go wrong with denzel especially like the best movies are when denzel washington is the enemy in because in this movie it like battles with a student athlete and his dad kind of bouncing on him and then coming back into his life and then trying to make amends through basketball um, it's, it's kind of fucked up a little bit, um, with the way Denzel comes into the picture and whatnot, comes back into the picture as the kid is getting ready to play in the NBA and everything. So, um, you can tell like he's there for one reason, but at the same time, like you can, you can almost see hints that like he kind of cares, but at the same time, like, you know, he fucking doesn't care. So yeah, I picked that movie. I liked it. Um, it's probably one of my favorite sports movies. Um, 
Yeah. Did you see me cut out there? I just cut out for a second. Yeah, yeah, but you're, you're back. It's all right. Okay. Um, yeah, um, I've actually never seen He Got Game. What? Yeah, I, I've i heard of it, I think. But yeah, I've never seen it, so I'll have to add that to my list. Dude, that's easily like one like white man can't jump and then He Got Game. Maybe Coach Carter as well is probably the three best basketball movies all time. Okay. But with uh dude with Creed also Sylvester Stallone in that movie was amazing. Dude, that's but another I, thing I wanted to bring up. If you're just, about to fight me on Creed, that's that mm-hmm. was like I held that one in my back pocket because one, Sylvester Stallone wasn't fucking acting. He was just being him old as shit. Yeah. He was just like disgruntled. Like that's just it's literally being him. He he played that perfectly. He was the perfect um I guess like role model to Adonis Creed. Um and like the perfect trainer, like just everything about him in that role was like he's destined for it. Mm-hmm. And it was perfect. And then like um who who wrote it? What's his name? Coogler. Brian Coogler. Yeah. Brian Coogler and Michael did- B. Jordan. Anytime they work together, oh, amazing yeah. movies. They did Black Panther. He did Panther. Black Panther, Fruitvale uh-huh. Store. Um, yeah, Fruitvale Station. No, no. Yeah, Fruitvale Station. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then this movie, Good. Creed. Yeah, and Creed so. like, my mind when it came out. Yeah. I picked uh, Warrior. All, all these movies, like Friday Night Lights, Warrior, Creed, I, I like welled up at the end. You know, I, mm-hmm. I, didn't get, I didn't get to tears, but I was like, okay. This is all pretty sad because Warrior at the end, it's like, it's like, oh my God, we've been on this journey. And then these two brothers, I'm not going to give like a whole lot of spoilers. I'll be vague. Dude, no the movie came out movie. so long ago. There's, there's no spoilers. It, do, it doesn't matter. I, I haven't seen, well, I haven't seen <laughs> He Got Game though. And so like, I don't want to know anything about it because I want to go watch it. Yeah. But oh yeah, with sports movies, a lot of them follow like a, a like a formula. Like, mm-hmm. it, it, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. But it's like the, you know, you've got the training montage. You've got the main character overcoming, like, some kind of triumph. You've got, like, personal drama. Like, uh-huh. you can trace that back to all these sports movies. But I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing, especially in, like, a movie like Warrior's Case. You've got your training montage. You've got, you know, you've got two brothers coming together because they're estranged. And mm-hmm. I, it's just like a, I can rewatch that movie a hundred times, and it's just always good. And then Friday Night Lights, that's just the quintessential football movie. Like high school. I mean, yeah, they made a TV movie, show like about that everyone it. Everyone needs to watch. Yeah, they, they made a TV show about Friday Night Lights. There's no way that you, you, can't, you can't argue that it's one of the best sports movies. Oh, yeah, it's incredible. I think we're pretty. I think we both picked pretty good sports movies. I think we did but too. We'll see. I, I think so, on horror, I think we might disagree a little bit. Oh, definitely. But okay, so for for just the sake of it, um, let's say these four were nominated for Oscars the same year, all the same year. I can't do. I can't say anything to Who's Ears, and we can't say you can't say anything to He Got Game. So we're gonna throw those two out. So it's between Friday Night Lights, Creed, and Warrior. Okay. Who do you give it to and why? Just say one thing why. Well, I had Creed on my list too. So I think I'm going to give it to that even though it's your movie. I just decided to keep that off because I thought somebody might pick it. But I say Creed because it, I mean, what is that? The sixth or seventh Rocky movie? And yeah. they just completely reinvented it. You've got Michael B. Jordan. You've got Sylvester Stallone giving a, giving like an Oscar-worthy performance. Yeah, definitely. So that's why I would give it to Creed over the other two. I I, I personally think you're right. I've seen Warrior. It's easily one of my favorite movies, but it I don't think I it takes a little bit, but it's not bad. Um, I think, I think what puts Creed over the top is that. It grabbed a dime because, like, you can have a ton of fighting movies and you can have all these different types of sports movies, and they're great. But the one thing that sets Creed apart is that it rebranded an entire franchise and it reshaped it to where it can make tons of more movies and tons of more money in a way that, like, Warrior can't really do that. 
Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. Sorry, I'm just moving because I'm cutting out. No, you're good, man. Um, there we go. Okay. So, yeah. So, I think we agreed Creed takes one, and I think Warrior takes two. There we go. Cool. All right. Horror movies. I'll go first this time. I know you're going to disagree with me. And I, I like, I know for a fact, so I'll just get straight into it. Michael Myers from 2018. I picked Michael Myers for this version. It's, which is the newest one. If anyone hasn't seen it, please go watch it. It's good. Um, the reason why I picked it was because Michael Myers dropped 50 bodies in two days in the, in a couple of days span, he dropped more bodies than I've ever seen any other killer drop in a horror movie. So how can you, how, like, just based off of that, how can you not give it to him? And then, like, the way he kills him, he pays homage to the entire franchise. Um, the fact that they, I'm going to go ahead and give spoilers. It's whatever. If you haven't seen it, just go watch it. Um, when they lit him on fire at the end, um, they paid homage to the first Michael Myers when they lit him on fire, and he's definitely not dead. Absolutely no way. Um, but... I thought that they brought a franchise back that um, has always been one of my personal favorites. Michael Myers has always been like the scariest one to me, but I I liked it and I thought it was pretty good Um, for the second movie. I picked get out. Um, And then this one I picked because it's not necessarily the scariest film and it doesn't bring the most horror out. It's still in the same genre, but Honestly, it's just like one of the best put together films, the way that they filmed it, the way that um, they told the story um, from start to be to end. Um, I thought it was just it. It was really good. Um, and then like the crazy ass ending of him beating the shit out of some white people only to have like his homeboy pull up and save his ass in the cop car. Like that was yeah, that, that was it was pretty badass. Like what a way to go out. Um, even though like they dropped the alternate ending where he's in jail, like we're just going to ignore that. But, um, but yeah, no, I thought it was, I thought it was like easily one of the best movies. And then like for Jordan Peele's first movie as a horror uh, director, I thought it was pretty good, especially considering he's a comedian. So yeah. What do you got? All right. So hold on. All right. So, I'm definitely going to disagree on you. So I picked two <laughs> movies. So I'll, I'll give you the mainstream one first that I picked. And uh, that is Silence of the Lambs. Ah, oh, that's good. Which is just a classic. I can't, I can't even argue that. <laughs> I, so I think most people know that movie. Now this other movie is, if you look it up, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Babadook. That I actually have knows. seen that movie. Yeah. You've seen it? I've seen oh, it. Oh, yeah. sweet. Yeah. I know a lot of people haven't seen it. So that, that'd be like my number one choice. Because that movie, oh my God. That that show was scary. (laughs) That movie was terrifying. And let me tell you why. So like a lot of movies, especially like in the slasher genre, rely on like jump scares. And the Babadook is like, I don't think if you go through it, I don't think there's like a single like legitimate jump scare. It's just nothing but like tension building and like just freaky imagery. And like, it's like, you're just scared, just like watching it. it. It doesn't need loud music and like some ghost to jump out at you. And also it deals with like pretty like heavy subject matter. So it has kind of like a happy ending too, which I like in my horror movies. That movie, I forget when it came out, but if anyone hasn't seen it, I like say, go watch it. Like as soon as you can, I think it's on Netflix. And then obviously yeah. the science of the lambs is a classic. It's not as scary as some horror movies. It's like a little bit more almost thrillerish, but yeah. I still put it on there because it, it definitely scares me, especially at the end when uh what's her name? Charlize is like clearing that basement with the killer in it. Yeah. And she's got the night vision goggles on. That's freaky. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, the Baba Duke for sure. Yeah, I think the the Baba Duke is like easily one of the scariest movies. Um I've seen you're right. You're right on it exactly. It doesn't have jump scares or anything like that. It's purely just like scary shit you're just like oh god what the fuck is going on right now and then like you just like every with every scene that just keeps building on each other you're just like i don't want to watch this anymore like this is this is getting real fucked up um (laughs) but i think that's what makes it good and i think that's what makes like a good 
um, horror film because like jump scares, like, yeah, that I, I guess that's scary, but it's quick and it's, it, it seems like kind of like a cop out, but, um, and that's why, like, that's also why I picked Michael Myers and get out because these movies don't have these crazy jump scares or anything like that. They don't rely on it. Like, like the conjuring does. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, yeah, let for me the tell sake you why of like, you're wrong for what I'll tell you for, uh, Halloween 2018. <laughs> okay. We need some, cause we need some controversy. So I was just, wasn't blown away by that movie. And mm-hmm. like, what is that? The 26th Michael Myers movie. Yeah. Like in that universe. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just a cash grab every time. And it's just another slasher movie. This isn't the 1980s anymore. Nobody is scared by a guy wearing a mask with a knife. Like if you like the kill count and some people like I don't like not scared like yeah it's the best movie you ever seen but like I think as far as like pure terror like eh, it's very low I had to rate it on a scale of one to ten I would say I was like a two in the theaters watching it yeah that's true that's true it's not a scary movie really because I mean like everybody knows about Michael Myers they understand like um what's he, what he's about and everything that he wants to kill his sister and he'll kill everybody in in his way um. I just thought it, I thought it was a cool movie. I liked it. I've always liked Michael Myers. I think he's like one of my favorite killers. I think if he came like head to head between um, a bunch of different killers, like tournament style, I think he could hold his own for kind of a while. But but no, I think you're right. And I I picked Michael Myers because it's like personally my favorite. I don't think it's the best one, but it's what I think is like my favorite. Um, but I do honestly, like how. Uh, oh, go ahead. Um. No, no, go ahead, because I was going to start rating them. Oh, I, I do like how uh, that movie, the 2018 version, just like completely bypassed every other Halloween sequel, and it picked up right after the uh, right after the first movie, right? I really like that. Like, they didn't, like, continue the story. They kind of, like, did a whole revamp of the franchise. Yeah, that, exactly. That kind of saved it for me. That was pretty yeah. cool. I like seeing that. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's like another thing too. Is that like I like how they just ignored all the shitty versions and was like, "Now nah, we're just gonna we're gonna go back." Yeah, but yeah, I think put these put all four of these movies into Oscar scenario. Um, Silence of the Lambs wins. It's twisted. Yes. It's fucked up. It's it's mind bending. It's um, it has a horrible ending. Which honestly, the be- kind of the best scary movies have horrible endings. Um, yeah, I, w- I would say Silence of the Lambs. Um, Babadook wins scariest for sure. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a doubt about it. Um, I'm I'm a little bit biased, but I think Get Out gets second. She cut out. I think okay. I did. I think good. I think Get Out gets second. Um, yeah, yeah, Get Out. Get Out, solid film. I didn't like his follow-up as much with um, Us. Yeah, I didn't really like Us. Yeah. I thought that was kind of weird. But um, overall, yeah, I thought Get Out was amazing. Um, But yeah, I think think we're in agreement with that. So next topic is sci-fi and apocalyptic. I can't say that word right. Did I say it right? Apocalyptic? Like apocalypse type movies? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, yeah, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay, so hands down, best sci fi movie of the last 10 years is the uh, sequel to Blade Runner. It's a Blade Runner. Hold on, bless you. My bad. I have allergies. Bless you. No, you're good, man. It's a Blade Runner 2049. Very good film. And then for my other sci-fi, I chose a film. I don't know if you've seen it, but you saw the Babadook, so maybe you saw this. It's called Ex Machina. I don't know if you've heard of that. Yeah, no, I've seen it. I'm glad you've seen all these movies because I thought I was gonna have to like explain these. Yeah, so those are my like top two. Like, I feel like sci-fi. you should explain Ex Machina for like viewers for viewers. Sake. Oh yeah, yeah. So Ex Ex Machina is about this. Um, there's this like brilliant scientist living off in the woods and he wants to test um if his ai has become like sentient so he brings in this um a guy from his company 
to like stay in his cabin and like try to like test and see if his AI can think for itself. And then it just goes from there. It's pretty, it's, it's super sci-fi as it gets. Definitely recommend that. Yeah, it was really, really good movie. And I thought it was an amazing story. Um, really good actors all around. Um, that one, that one holds a special place uh, in my mind. Um, for the first one, what'd you say? Blade Runner 2089? Yeah, Blade Runner 2049. You've heard of that, right? Yeah, that movie fucking sucked. It was three hours oh, and a waste okay. of my time. <laughs> okay, here we go. Well, let's, <laughs> let's hear yours first. Okay. <laughs> I picked Mad Max Fury Road. Um, it's like one of the most badass movies. If you've never seen it, it's just a bunch of 18-wheelers, rally cars out in the desert because... Um, the world decided to nuke itself to shit. Um, and this movie just simply crazy as fuck. There's no other way to put it. It's just badass shit with a bunch of badass actors. Tom Hardy is the lead role. And uh, it's, it's pretty much like a, like a borderland scenario where they're all in the desert. They got all these desert vehicles and rally cars and just crazy machines. And they're just beating the shit out of each other trying to survive. Um, for my second movie, this one's throwing it way back, but I picked Alien from 1979. It's a Ridley Scott movie. Um, it's kind of different. So back in 1979, right, sci-fi wasn't like a crazy, crazy genre considering it costs so much money to put that type of technology into a film. Um, and then like the big craze was also slasher movies. So what did Ridley Scott do? He put a bunch of money into technology and designing this concept of like aliens um, as a slasher. Um, so it's kind of like a hint of space, but also like a hint of horror. It's considered also a horror sci-fi movie, but um, I think it changed the scene of the sci-fi game um, in 1979. Like it's just, it's shit like people's people haven't seen before unless like they were watching star Wars. So to see that into a sci-fi horror movie, it was crazy. And it was really good actually. Um, it had a lot of really good actors. Um, and it was just like an amazing, scary sci-fi movie, but it was really fucking cool. The way that they did everything, the, from the writing to, um, the actual like sci-fi stuff that they use, the costumes and things like that. I thought they did a really good job and it, it holds like a special place in my heart for sci-fi movies. It's easy pick. All right. So let me tell you why Blade Runner 2049 is, is not a waste of time and <laughs> is actually a very good movie. And I'm not just saying like for like film snobs because it was critically acclaimed, but I'm just saying for like your average viewer. Yeah. So wait, first, first off, explain like the premise of the movie and that it's a, it's a sequel to Blade Runner from yeah. when was that? Oh God. The eighties. Um, it was like yeah, 82. In the 80s. Yeah. Ridley Scott in the eighties and Blade Runner was a big sci-fi film in and of itself. Yeah. I actually haven't seen Blade Runner. So this movie stands al- like it stands alone. Like you don't mm-hmm. have to have seen Blade Runner to like enjoy this movie and the plot is how should I put this? so the plot is there's this basically an android who is uh hunting down other androids for this corporation and then through i don't want to spoil it but and just then, go for it yeah so then he's um he finds this he thinks that he god dude this movie's hard to explain yeah, because it's three like, hours of nonsense. <laughs> no, it's good. He Keep thinks going. that he is a uh, like a natural born child from like a uh, android and a human or whatever, which is like a big deal in this world. And then mm-hmm. they go on like a wild goose chase to find Harrison Ford's character from the first movie, who also may or may not have been a replicant, which is what they call androids. But mm-hmm. anyway, you just have to watch it. But the reason that it's just a masterpiece. So I saw this when it came out. I actually watched this with our henness. We were in Toledo and we watched it in like a big XD theater and everything. Hmm. So we actually got the full effect of like the sound. And yeah. like we watched it on a giant, yeah, we watched it on a giant like movie screen and everything. And we got done. We got out of the movie three hours later and, you know, we drove home, didn't really say anything. And then he and I texted each other like, the next day and we're like 
that was kind of like an incredible movie, right? And he's like, yeah, like that was like fucking incredible. And it kind of took me a whole day to recuperate and like <laughs> soak in all the awesomeness of what it was. So I, I can understand, like I can understand why you think that's just like a three hour slog fest. Like it may not be for everybody, but if you can really sit down and commit yourself to it, the acting is amazing. Harrison Ford's back. You've got incredible cinematography. You've got incredible sound design. And you've just got a really tight story that, like I said, stands on its own. And you can't really go into it casually, which kind of hurts my argument for it. But if you can really sit down one night, put on the movie and like just immerse yourself in that world, it's, oh, it's just something else. Yeah, I think you're... Now, okay, I'm not going to say like you're wrong by any means because you're not. It, you're right. The cinematography in the movie is amazing. The picture just, it looks really good. And um, amazing actors. You got Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, um, and then like a few big names, a few other big names. But it's a, it's a really good movie. And I think that they just, they carried out the story just way too long. Um, it was really long movie. I didn't think it needed to be that long. Um, I don't, I'm not really sure like what I would cut because like, I don't know. Um, I didn't direct the movie or anything like that. So I don't know. I don't want to like speak for the director or anything like that. But I just thought that like, at times I would like catch myself watching this movie. Like, okay, what is actually happening? And I don't know if it's like maybe my ADD or something, just like getting distracted. But like, I would always have to like, reel myself back in like okay what's actually happening and you're right it it took time to like soak in like i really had to like think about the movie afterwards and be like damn like that was actually kind of crazy and that was like one of the biggest reasons why i just i didn't like it because it wasn't it was a great sci-fi movie but i don't think it was like the best by any means you know mm-hmm. so but, let's talk about a uh, mad max fury road mm-hmm. because actually had that as my top action movie because it's definitely both. It's definitely sci-fi and oh, no doubt. action. And it, because it's so good, like it's, it's an incredible action. It's basically one long action sequence. Yeah. If you watch the movie, like, and then obviously like it's a big post-apocalyptic movie. Like that movie was just incredible when I watched it. Mm-hmm. I watched that on like a, I watched that on a giant screen too. And I'd never seen any of the other Mad Maxes before. So me either. I didn't, yeah, I didn't know what I was getting into, and then, boom, it just hit me. Yeah, I remember I was with my friend. This was, like, way back in high school because I think it came out in, like, what, 2015, 2014, 2015? And one of my friends, he's like, hey, let's go watch Mad Max. Like, And I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, I don't know anything about that. And then he's like, oh, it's just, like, this badass movie. You just got to watch it. And I went with him to the movie theater. We watched it, and I was like, holy shit, that was crazy as fuck. Like, And then, like, we started talking – about it and we were just like dude like imagine if that happened like nowadays like she would be so fucking wild mm-hmm. like it kind of reminds me of that one uh denzel movie is it the book of eli yeah like that shit was crazy too like holy fuck man just like those post-apocalyptic movies where like the world like just turned itself into shit and like people have to like fend for their lives just to survive mm-hmm. i don't know i always like those a lot um i've always steered towards those as well also, a uh, fun fact: I got my uh, first boob to that movie. So, really? That was, uh, yeah, we were at a drive-in. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> but that, but hey, that, that's what shows you how good of a movie it is because I still like enjoyed it with like boob in front of me. Like, yeah, you're just like pushing the boob to the side. You're like, get out! I'm trying to watch a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh god. <laughs> no, I, I I get that. And uh, what do you think about Alien? Alien? Yeah, I mean, I've, I think I've only seen it once, but mm-hmm. when I watched it, I mean, it was just, like, horrifying. So what, what they did with, like, the, uh, with the alien costume and everything, like, yeah. that, that still holds up today because it's just so freaky. It's H.R. Uh, Geiger's, like, design. Mm-hmm. Like, he's really famous for, like, designing the alien. And, I mean, it just... It looks really good, even for night. Would you say nineteen seventy nine? Yeah, is when the movie came out. Yeah, like like that movie crazy. could hold up today as like a low budget. Yeah, film. it's yeah, it's got crazy good um, practical effects. 
and they did everything practical. I mean, and like that movie's been talked to death of how good it is, and it's obviously it spawned all these sequels. But I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I had that one on my horror list too because it's it's such a good sci-fi horror. Yeah, it really is because like it it encompasses everything in a slasher movie, but it's like with an alien, which is never before seen. Like no one ever thought to make a slasher movie with an alien. Um, mm. And just like the way that like the alien killed people, like he, like the alien got another girl pregnant. I don't know how, but, and then like she exploded with another alien inside of her. She was just wild as fuck, but. Oh, yeah, it's body horror, man. That's like some of the most unsettling horror. Right. But. But yeah, which one? Which one do you give the uh, the Oscar to? Honestly, if we're talking sci-fi, the Oscar I give I I give to Blade Runner twenty forty nine, and like like I've made my feelings known. But if you're saying like which one is the best for like general audiences and critics and everything, I think it goes to Alien because Alien yeah. is like so it, so I mean, for this the most sci-fi. Yeah, for this category, let's let for all sense for all purposes, we're just gonna I keep saying that. I don't know why. I can't can't even say it right. But it's a good phrase. <laughs> it's for all intents and purposes. Blade Runner does deserve the Oscar. I think they did everything right, by all means. It personally didn't do anything for me. But like if I came at it from a critic's angle, yeah, like that movie was dope as fuck. Um but like a movie that you turn on, it's Saturday, it's 3.30 in the afternoon, you just turn on the TV and Alien's on, like you're just going to sit there and watch it. Like you're like, oh, yeah. fuck yeah. You know, I'm not changing the channel now. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I think you're right. I think Blade Runner wins Oscar, Alien wins the rewatchable movie. All right. For the next category, it is easily one of my favorite categories, all-time favorite movies here, um, and they're heist movies, also known as bank robbery movies. This this was so hard for me to pick, man. I this probably took me about 2 hours to really sit and think about which bank robbery movie do I want to pick. There's so many. Dark Knight I guess is considered a bank robbery movie. Um so that's like also a superhero, but like there's just so many bank good bank robbery movies. I could not pick one, but it, I finally was able to break it down to two. Um the first one I picked The Town uh, it's Ben Affleck. He leads a band of ruthless bank robbers in a small town outside of Boston. Um, the heists are in no way elaborate. They're a bunch of stupid fucks from Boston right outside in Charlestown, which if, if anyone doesn't know about Charlestown, it's like this really bad neighborhood. All the people there are hardcore uh, Charlestownies and if you if you're walking in the wrong neighborhood, they'll easily just fuck you up. It's this infamous town known for that. And then for some reason, Ben Affleck, which is by all means a fucking dweeb, um, he's easily like one of the coolest dudes I've never even met. And it ended kind of on a happy note, but also not really sad. It wasn't exactly happy, but I mean, Ben Affleck survives. Plus, like Jeremy Renner, he's annoying as fuck in the movie. And crazy and he died which i personally like because i hated him in the movie um and the character the two main characters don't necessarily live happily ever after but it's almost like kind of implied if they were to meet back together again which hopefully they do i don't know um for the second movie I, no i really think you're gonna get mad and you're gonna give me a lot of shit for this one <laughs> but i That's picked sweet. i picked fast five I think Fast Five deserves the award for the best heist movie. Okay. They <laughs> they they grabbed once again a dying franchise. Um, Fast and the Furious, the fourth. So Tokyo Drift came out. That kind of killed it for a while, and then a few years later, they brought this new one out. That was essentially just a remake of the first one. It's kind of bullshit, but uh, Fast Five came out. Fast Five. When this movie came out, it brought the rock in and the rock was coming in at a time where it was, he was about to hit his peak. He hadn't hit it yet. He hadn't done like the billions of movies he did after, but he was like right there. And I'm not a big rock guy, 
by any means. I really don't like The Rock in movies. I think he's really corny. Him and Kevin Hart, I think, are the worst. Um, but they wanted to save this franchise, and they said, okay, who can, who can we bring in to essentially be the bad guy in this movie? And The Rock was him. And holy shit, did they do a good job. Not only did it have one of the greatest fight scenes of all time, but between The Rock and Dom Toretto, a.k.a. Vin Diesel. But it also brought a bad guy and a good guy, and then the good guy and the bad guy come together, and by the end of the movie are facing up even bigger bad guy, which is the drug lord from Brazil. Um, but all in all, the movie was dope as fuck. It's got fast as fuck cars, and they're robbing banks the entire time stealing gas, um, stealing all this bunch of shit, fighting each other, crazy fast cars, crazy fast guns, all this crazy shit. Wins my vote for best heist movie of all time. Plus, I'm really biased because I love the Fast and Furious movies, and I'll die on that hill. Okay, you're up. Okay. So these two movies are pretty much interchangeable for first and second, I think, because they're that good. And the first one is Michael Mann's Heat. Oh, with just like Robert <laughs> De Niro, Al Pacino, like two heavy hitters in the same movie. And then um, I'm not sure who directed it or wrote it, but he's yeah. like amazing. It's a Hell or High Water. You heard, have you seen that? I've never seen that. Well, maybe Hell I or, have. You, you may have two, um, two brothers who are robbing banks throughout Texas because they're trying to um, – they're, they're robbing these banks that screwed over like their grandmother, I think. Cause she was sitting on an oil field. So they're like trying to rob these banks to like pay her back. It's got a God, Chris Pine in it. It is um, one of the leads. The other lead, I'm not sure he's not as famous, but that the, these two movies that, yeah, like I said, are pretty much interchangeable for like being number one. He is like, I mean, you know, you said, Oh my God, when I said it, like, you know, that's like one of those like, widely recognized heist movie like that's if you google heist movies that's what comes up yeah and it's also like so entertaining because like it's she's just these two smart dudes al pacino and robert de niro just trying to outthink each other right like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. this crook is out here trying to rob these banks and then you got al pacino character trying to like balance his family life with you know like stopping these bank robbers and it has one of the best like shootout scenes and like pretty much all of cinema yeah. And then Hell or High Water, like, that movie is just, oh, you should watch it when you get home. And then the writer of that movie has two other, like, really good movies. He wrote Sicario and Wind River. I'm sure you've mm-hmm. seen Sicario, but yeah, that's another, that's not as traditional of a heist movie. It's like a bank robber movie. You know, it's like two cowboys in the modern day going around robbing banks. So two why brothers, is, actually. Why is Hell or High Water one of your favorites? Or why do you give it, like, tied for first? It, the story is just so good. It's very, it's super touching. The it's a way gut wrenching story. I have it up right now, and like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like reading and the about way it's, it. Yeah, the way it's shot is like you feel like you're in there with. It's just these two brothers with masks and guns robbing these banks, and you feel like you're in the bank with them. Mm-hmm. And I don't, mm-hmm. You you just have to watch it. The story is just amazing. It might be. It might have won some Oscar too, but I think that's on Netflix too. It's as Jeff Bridges in it too, trying to track down these two brothers. It's so good. Like watch it as soon as you can. And I'll that one, honestly. Oh yeah, definitely. We'll love it. Yeah. Cause I'm reading like all the reviews on it and it seems really good. See, definitely. So like, I'm not much of a Western type guy. I think those movies are, are kind of corny, but this, um, like one guy wrote like, Oh, it seems like, uh, it's bringing in a new light into, um, an old story. Um, and oh yeah it's it's like a modern day western but like it's a western done right it's like a good the bad and the ugly or or like a shane you know Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. now i'm gonna be i haven't seen any of the fast and furious movies past two i haven't seen them past two i just never so like we watched one and two with my dad and my brother because like my dad loves cars and stuff. And so he wanted to show us and those were awesome. But then Tokyo drift came out and I just fell off after that and never got back on for the hype, but I've heard fast five is good. I wish I could argue against it. I definitely, I guarantee you it's not better than heat, but I've heard it's good. And then I can already guarantee you it is. 
just said it. <laughs> and, then, and then what was your, what was your other one? I'm the sorry. town. The so town. It, I, oh, yeah. I was really conflicted between picking the town or den of thieves. I watched the town again last night. And then I also watched den of thieves again yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I thought the town just did it for me more. I don't know if you've ever so seen too. den of thieves. Yeah. I've seen that. that movie was crazy. Out too like that had very um elaborate heists and very um it's very intricate and the whole story was just pretty crazy within itself um mm. and that's why i like den of thieves um but i thought like comparing the two i was like well the town doesn't even really have like elaborate heists they're literally just sticking up a bank or robbing an armored truck like that's it but I thought that the way that they portrayed Boston and Charlestown and then just like kind of the story between um, how he like fell in love with this girl and how he wanted to get out was just like, it was, it was pretty fucking crazy. Um, and I thought like if that was, if that's able to hold up between some like elaborate um, bank robbery movies, then I think the town wins. Um, I think the town's pretty rewatchable too. Oh yeah, there. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for, for Oscar, I think Heat wins. Heat is easily one of the best heist movies of all time. And it's I had it in my list, but it's just like one of those that like you can't even argue it because you know it's going to win. So that's why I didn't put it because I was like, yeah, I mean, it's an amazing movie. If I put it, yeah, I'm going to get it. But I didn't put it because like it's not one of my favorites. It's the greatest heist movie, but it's not one of my favorites. Does that make oh, sense? Oh, it's definitely one of my favorites. But yeah, yeah that makes you. sense. I don't blame you. Um, yeah, so Heist wins if it's an Os- if they're giving away Oscars for it. Um, but to you, what is the most rewatchable movie? Honestly, I, I mean, Hell or High Water is a pretty rewatchable movie. Once you see it, I, I definitely try to watch it. Like Now, do you think it wins over Fast Five? I think so, yeah. No think, way, no way. No I definitely way. think so. I'm telling you, you, once you watch it, you're like, that was pretty good. But you think, like, you think for the for the average audience, that a Western movie will win over, essentially, like, also one of like a, a a great action movie. Um, I think that if you put if you put it head to head and you showed audiences Fast Five and you showed Hell or High Water, I think that they would like Hell or High Water. It's not like an artsy like art house film or anything like it's like a super it, it's just a well-done movie it's it's just not like part of a giant franchise but i'm i'm telling you again it's kind of hard to argue since i haven't seen fast five but i have i do know the basic synopsis of it and i know what the fast and furious movies are about dude we gotta so watch I'm just fast saying. five i'm telling you when you watch it you can be like holy shit that was dope as fuck and then just the way that they pull the trick at, at the end it's like damn like damn, and then when you see no, the I've fight heard, scene, you just it's wild, man. Wild. I've heard it's good. I I need to put that on my list. All right, so for for this one, I think we're just going to um, we're just gonna leave it a draw. You know, the, they're they're both amazing movies. I gotta watch Hell or High Water. Seems like I'm missing out on that one. And then Noah, you have to watch Fast Five. Like uh, this is like this is infringing on our friendship at this point. Um, I will add it to the movie list that I've got. <laughs> All right. So, in the queue. <laughs> so for the next category, we have comedies. Comedy is it's difficult because some people just have different taste. Some people think like the office is funny. And then some people think it's fucking stupid. Um, so um, yeah, you go first on this one. Uh, let's see what you think, what you got. So I, I mean, I'm pretty out of the box on these picks. You might have seen these, but these are definitely not your mainstream comedies. They're not like the Step Brothers or the Neighbors or anything. Yeah. Even though I have all like I have those on my list of ten because those movies are hilarious. But these movies I think are like the best for the best like comedies. Like if you were trying to discover something new. So the first one is called The Big Sick, oh, and that shit. has a. Have you seen that? I have that. I he literally wrote all about it. No way. Yes. No, I <laughs> love that movie. That that was like my favorite comedy. I watched it 
Oh, when did I watch it? I watched it like a year ago. Oh, really? Man. I just watched it. That shit is so it. fucking funny, man. It's funny. And like, that was my like, comma, like the rom comedy. Yeah. The rom-com or whatever. Cause yeah. it also was like kind of sad, but also happy and funny at the same time. Dude, you know? that like that movie, like it made me laugh so hard, but it also like broke my heart and shattered it into pieces. And then it oh, rebuilt yeah. it right at the end. Yeah. And then like, I, okay. So I went in this movie blind. I was like, Oh, Kumal Nanjiani, like, fucking love him he's hilarious like he's yeah he's really good in the tv shows that he does he's really good at stand-up he's from chicago um so i was like yeah like i'm gonna watch this movie watched it and and i was like oh fuck like this is a really like intense story and i, I remember watching it. it was like two or it was like two in the morning and and i was like i have to go to bed but like i can't stop watching this movie and then he falls That's in love exactly with the girl yeah he falls in love with the girl and then she wakes up so he didn't love her at first and then she went into a coma and then he fell in love with her and when she woke up she was like no like i don't feel like they were just a hookup essentially they were just hooking up and she was like no i don't feel the same way like get out of here and then um and then right at the end they meet up again and then i figured out it's a true fucking story that's actually how him and his wife met i know and like they're still together and i was like what that makes me even happier though yeah that, and like, like that's that's what rebuilt that. that's what rebuilt my heart at the end of the movie is because i was like this is re- they're they're together they're they actually got together and i was like yeah yes i wasn't um, a, like a huge kumail nanjani fan like before i watched that i just mm-hmm. knew like the movie was good Mm-hmm. And now I'm like a huge fan of his. Like he's funny, don't get me wrong, but I like he wasn't on my radar, and now he's like definitely on my radar. Yeah, anything he does, yeah, I'm just like, yeah, hell yeah, like I will put all my money to that. He's like the Pete Davidson, like my Pete Davidson. Yeah, yeah, King of Staten Island. Yeah, like I'll definitely. The movie was twenty dollars, and I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna think twice about this. Yeah, we we stream that legally. Okay, anyway, my next. <laughs> My next movie is uh, Jojo Rabbit. Have you seen it? Jojo Rabbit? No, I don't think Jojo so. Jojo Rabbit. It's uh, it came out uh, uh, last year around Oscar season. It's a Taika Waititi film. He directed Thor Ragnarok. For anybody who like that's probably most people have probably seen that movie. Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. He directed that and he directed this too. And Jojo Rabbit is just like it's like a satire of World War Two Nazis. Oh, so basically, you know yeah, I pulled it. I pulled it up right now, and yeah, yeah it's like war comedy. Um, mm-hmm. Came out in 2019. It's a lonely German boy who discovers that his single mother is hiding a Jewish girl in their attic. Um, imaginary friend Adolf Hitler. Jojo must confront his blind nationalism as World War II continues to rage on. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of. Oh, they got a lot of good actors in this too. That movie is freaking hilarious like <laughs> like the, the director like plays hitler in it yeah which like some people might read that and just like be turned off but it is so funny because it's like a satire of it it's not like it's just yeah. like them making fun of all like the just the stupid stuff like the nazi party did back mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. oh my mm-hmm. god it's hilarious i've seen it multiple times yeah and like one well like one guy one of the critics wrote like if you're gonna be hard pressed about this movie just don't watch it it's it's really fucked up. Um, most of the viewers can agree. Nazis just like that whole thing is just not funny. But at the same time, like they grabbed this movie and like they made it pretty funny with like it's very witty remarks and things like that. I think it's a pretty I think it's pretty good. Um, yeah, it's got good reviews and everything like that. So I'll, I'll give it a watch and, and whatnot. Um, it does seem kind of funny. So that's yeah, a pretty good pick, actually. Um, so for mine. I was trying to think to myself and I was like, there's so many comedies that come out all the time. Like, yeah, I could pick a Pete Davidson movie or I can like, or I can pick Step Brothers. But one, I, was, I just really try to think with to myself, like what's one movie, no matter what time it is, what day it is, if this movie's on TV, I'm watching it. It's super bad. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you, for somehow, for some reason, haven't seen Superbad, it's two best friends and they're navigating their like last week of high school um, and they get invited to a huge house party and one of their nerdy friends 
McLovin. He spends a long day trying to like get alcohol for the party um, to supply everyone. And it's like this long, it's, it's the most, it's probably one of the most stupidest movies I've ever seen, but it's so fucking funny. You got like Seth Rogen. Um, oh, I'm blanking on the names here, but Jonah um, Hill. Yeah. Jonah Michael Hill. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's like these kids that are just really fucking lame and um, they try to become like badass motherfuckers within their school in the last week just to help like their hilarious and friend McLovin. Um, that's like really like a huge fucking nerd and that, like for the reason the reason why I picked it is just because like as a film by itself like it was super easy to make but it was still so fucking funny like the writing in it is so still funny and it's, it's one of like the most quotable movies yeah exactly like I am McLovin like everybody knows where that's from mm-hmm. and it's just like a hilarious movie, especially like coming out, like when I was a kid and everything, I would watch it and I was like, you know, this is really fucking funny. And then like, even now, like I I could turn it on right now and watch it and be like, this is still kind of funny. Like it's so stupid, but it's, it's still pretty funny just cause like they're kids in high school. They're just trying to be cool, you know? Yeah. And just like this, it's like the, so the one scene that like really makes me like fall down to my, to the floor and makes me cry laughing is when, the girl's dancing on him and she has her period while she's dancing. Yeah. On him. She's rubbing it. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's rubbing all her blood on his pants and everybody starts <laughs> making fun of him. <laughs> so yeah, that, that to me, that's like, it's an, it's an all time great funny movie. It's, it does. I think it deserves a spot in like the comedy hall of fame. Um, but for, I think that, I think we're in agreement of which one wins this one. It's the big sick. We both picked it. Um, it's on Amazon Prime. It's I think it's an Amazon original. So yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, definitely watch it. Um, yeah, it's just so fucking funny, man. Um, okay, so yeah, next category. Or what do you think is like the most rewatchable movie? Like Saturday night, you throw on TV, and this is there, and you're not um, stepping away. Well, we didn't pick any of these, but I had on my list. I love watching Neighbors or 21 Jump Street. Both of those, I can just sit down and just laugh every time. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty solid. I like Neighbors. I think it's really funny. Um, okay. Last category. This one was really hard to pick just because it's so broad and so large. Um, it's action movies. So I'm going to go ahead and go first. Um I didn't know whether to pick a superhero movie or not. I did it anyways. Um, and I picked The Dark Knight. This is n- nothing short of a masterpiece. And I think it deserves to be named as probably one of the best uh, superhero movies of all time, if not one of the best action movies of all time. Um, she had me wanting to like beat up uh other bad guys in like hockey pants and everything like he says in the beginning and i was like 10 years old and all all i want to do is like no nah, i want to be like fucking bruce wayne and shit and like <laughs> i want to beat up the joker and everything like unfortunately heath ledger did pass after the movie but um but yeah i thought i think the dark knight is easily one of the best it's got a heist that starts off in the beginning um the Batman trying to like really set up like who he is in a trilogy that is still forming itself. And because with Batman begins, you have the, the beginning story of how he started. And then the dark Knight is really the one that cements is like, yeah, okay, I'm Batman. Um, and then the second one I have, I couldn't really pick a certain movie out of this trilogy, but I just thought the entire concept, if anything, I'll just pick the first one. Um, John Wick. Mm-hmm. so they in the beginning they killed his dog first five minutes his dog dies people break into his home they kill his dog um this is immediately after his wife died and he's just trying to hold himself together he's a retired assassin um he retired because he wanted to spend the rest of his life with his wife she unfortunately passed and he's pretty much like a merciless killer and these guys that kill his puppy steal his car essentially bring him back to be that merciless killer again. And I'm not really sure why, but I've always just really liked um, the John Wick movies. I mean, it's got Keanu Reeves in it and he's just like doing all this badass action stunts. Um, 
and he gets to be like that killer again. And I always like, like those movies where like the person comes out of retirement to be like this crazy badass motherfucker. Um, and then plus he killed a man with a pencil. Like this shit's just whack. Yeah. I, I, I think out of the three so far, I think the first one still stands up as like the best one. They're all good, but like the first one, Oh my God. When that came out, it just blew my mind. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was just really fucking good. But, uh, all, right. all right, what do you got? So, my first one is, I think it's a South Korean film. But I, I think you've heard of it. It's uh, The Raid Redemption. No, never heard of it. Never heard of The Raid? Oh, my God. All right, so, The Raid. And, like, I say it's a South Korean film, but they have, like, English dubbing. Yeah. that you can find so you like if you don't like subtitles but it's about this police officer they need to go into this like 15 story tall building or whatever and they need to clear it out and they're trying to arrest this big drug lord that's mm-hmm. the that's the basic synopsis and the guy knows he's coming he traps all the police officer and all the other guys in the building and they mm-hmm. have to fight their way out mm-hmm. and it's got probably the best action choreography you'll ever see like it's it's honestly incredible like what they do it's like a lot of hand-to-hand combat and it's just this guy against like 30 guys just using karate kung fu whatever to just like take them out and if you watch like youtube clips like just of some of the scenes like it's amazing mm-hmm. but definitely go and check that out because you'll probably agree with me it's, yeah it's definitely. like it's on like the top 100 of like action films and it's usually like top three because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it's that good yeah i'm not doubting that at all and and that's the thing is that like to make a good action movie you really have to spend the time and money into some of the choreography and how it happens to really make it look realistic and john wick like yeah. everybody's seen like behind the scene videos of like how they did john wick and everything like that but mm-hmm. um no i've never seen that movie but i kind of like i really want to watch it now because oh yeah it just sounds like really good um but what 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 else yeah. did you pick uh, so my second movie, oh, I had John Wick on there, I had Mad Max Fury Road, so I'm just, those are amazing. But for mm-hmm. my second one, I'll go ahead and say uh, Casino Royale. The first oh, movie the new, shit, that's yeah. good. Yeah, the first movie in the new Bond, like the rebooted Bond, Bond franchise with Daniel Craig was is just like, oh, so good. Yeah, and so I don't know if it's... 2009. I don't know if I'm biased or anything like that, but because like Daniel Craig is the only James Bond that I've known. I think he's a like probably the best James Bond. He's so fucking I think, cool. I think so too. I mean, yeah, he's the only James Bond I've ever known. Like in, when like, there's a new James Bond, like it's going to feel weird because he's been the only one. Well, he I've said seen, he was like, not going to do it anymore. And then he came back and he's doing another one. Yeah. He's doing this last one. Yeah. Which well, he I'm said it, he said it was the last one the last time, but I mean, I guess he's getting like really old now. So, oh yeah, and they're, they're gonna throw a hundred million dollars at his face, and who's gonna say no to that? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, yeah Casino Royale is really fucking good, man. That's that's a really good movie, and I kind of want to watch it again because I I know I haven't watched it in a long time. But which one do you think? wins but yeah okay so let's say which one wins the oscar and then which one is like easily rewatchable hmm. the oscar i mean dark knight was amazing i think if you're saying like in the movie overall mm-hmm. i think you gotta go to the dark knight because it's very well put together christopher nolan like directed the hell out of it i think if you said who wins the oscar for action i have to say the raid because that's how good it is like it, it blows all the movies that like we've said out of the water like Just i can just like the, the way that I they can, did it yeah the way that they did it it's it like looks very realistic it's the closest i can describe it to is like john wick mm-hmm. with the hand-to-hand combat but like better mm-hmm. but yeah i mean the dark knight wins the oscar and honestly i think the dark knight is like probably the most rewatchable like every time i see it on the tv i'd put it on yeah like there's yeah there's no doubt about it because just because it gets one of those films that's just going to go down in history as like one of the greats um, in like in a, in a real situation, it would never win any Oscars because it's a superhero movie. Like shit just does not fly. Um, oh, of course. But, but no, I think you're right. I think dark Knight wins 
um, the most rewatchable easily. Um, John Wick's always a fun movie, but I think if you put them side to side, I think audience picks Dark Knight most of the time. Um, yeah, I need to. I need John to watch. Wick. Yeah, exactly. I need to watch. What'd you say it was called? Raid to Redemption. The Raid Redemption. The Raid Redemption. Yeah, I need to watch yeah. it because it seems. It seems like I would like it. I really like action movies. Oh yeah, you love this. This is like. There's two of them too. So like, if you really like the first one, the second one's just as good, if not better. Mm-hmm. So definitely go check those out. I don't know if it's on Netflix or not. Oh, I can but, probably figure it out. <laughs> but oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. Damn. So yeah. Okay. So we both have homework for each other than uh, which movies to watch. And like the yeah. reason I wanted to do this, I didn't really want to talk about like, uh, you know, like I guess relationship stuff or anything like that anymore. N- not anymore. Just for this episode, I wanted to take a different route, just sit and talk about some movies. Austin was supposed to be here, but his power shut off and um, he has homework, I guess. But um, I miss you, Austin. And um, yeah, what did, did how do you feel about doing this? I, I was excited for this. Like, this is something you want to do. Like, just going off topic, especially movies. But, like, it's always good to, like, go off topic sometimes and talk about other stuff. Yeah, so definitely just to branch guessing. out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate you guys listening. Um, if you don't like movies, that sucks. I feel kind of bad for you. But, I mean, <laughs> I thought we talked about, like, some new ones. If you haven't seen them, definitely go watch them. Um, but... Appreciate you guys out for listening and uh, catch you guys in the next episode. See